Hey, it's Kate. Hey, it's Joanna. Do you like women who laugh like Roseanne? Do you like jumping in a pool full of lemon juice covered in paper cuts? Do you like loading a bowl at the end of a hard day? If you answered yes to one or more of these questions, you should listen to Butt Stuff on the Journey into Comics Network. The following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Wizards, witches, and muggles, welcome to another episode of Literature. I am your host, Joanna, and today we have my favorite guest, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I wasn't good earlier, but, you know, it's a <laughs> podcast, so we have to be overly positive. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. Um, today we're going to talk about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Surprise, surprise, you know, because this doesn't isn't totally going in order. <laughs> Next one we're going to do a Deathly Hallows no. Wouldn't that be weird <laughs> Mix I, it up a little I think I would go crazy I would go crazy if anyone did that ever Right I'm just going to punch you in the face <laughs> OCD on overdrive right there Yeah Okay So do you want to just hop right into this one Let's just hop right into it Yes, we have a lot to say. <laughs> so many things. So many points. Okay. So, in the second book, we start uh, back at the du- the Dudleys. Yep. Back at the Dudleys. Back at the Dursleys. And we get to see Vernon just freak the fuck out right on page two. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what exactly the lines were of what made him mad. Oh, use the magic word or something for please. And Vernon freaks out. The M word! <laughs> I warned you, I will not tolerate the mention of your abnormality under this roof. <laughs> you do like to see him get frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of your weird obsessions is when Vernon yells. <laughs> On the same page, though. I don't know why. It just kind of stuck out, and I needed to, like, write it down. Oh, God, where is it? Um, But it's something to do with, like, he was breathing like a winded rhinoceros. And I just want to know, like, how does a winded rhinoceros breathe? Like, what? Who who did the research to see that he was breathing like a winded rhinoceros? I've never heard of rhinoceros in a winded state, but it just seemed like a funny... A funny way to explain it, did it not? Yeah, I think it's pretty epic, though. And I would really like to see everyone's... <laughs> I don't know how they... Just everyone try to sound like a winded rhinoceros. Just <laughs> send us a video. Just give us an attempt here. What does this sound like? 
This can get really bad. <laughs> um, so the craziest thing I think about in the beginning of the book, especially when I think about the beginning of the last book, how Harry starts off and all he has is his cupboard, a few fucking possessions and clothes that don't fit. Like, that's all he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And we're starting off this one. He has his own room. And he's using that cupboard under the stairs to actually store things. And I don't know Such why a that... change. It makes me want to cry a little bit. Like, Aww. it's just, it's so heartwarming. Like, things are getting better. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... I mean th- in that aspect, you know, <laughs> he has friends now. His whole life is completely different than it was this time last year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how much can It's really looking up. Yeah. Even though things don't always look up for him, but... Not for long, anyways. (laughs) So, when I was reading, I had a really hard time with this part. So, you know how the Masons come over for supper while he's, like, trying to sell them those drill bits or whatever? And he tells Harry to be quiet, sit upstairs, and not make any noise. But then while they're there for supper, Hedwig screeched. Like, how would Vernon and Petunia explain that away? Because, like... There's a difference between a bird screeching outside and a bird screeching upstairs in your bedroom, right? Right. <laughs> so how would you be like, oh, don't worry about that. That was just our pet owl. Like, how, how would you explain that? That was just oh, the cat. <laughs> those blasted owls just keep coming through the bedroom window. Like, <laughs> Our cat does that when it looks in the mirror sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. So something that bothers me, and I never noticed it before, but I find it funny now, now that I'm reading it again. So Harry goes through this, there's this one spot where he says that Draco is his arch enemy. <laughs> like he's talking, he's like, my arch enemy is Draco. And it's, like, it's not Voldemort. <laughs> you think so, but, but no. more dangerous here. You have this dark wizard that killed your parents and you know just wreaked havoc that tried to kill you and then you have draco this little blonde haired bitch you know <laughs> like well, he's technically he's technically like evaded voldemort like three times now so i can see like that he'd be a little bit cocky about it so i, I get it i get that he would be like draco would be as eminent oh my goodness <laughs> his em- <laughs> i can't even say it his enemy. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I could see Draco being his enemy now because, like, I mean, he's put up with Voldemort's shit for how long? He's nothing. He's just a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we both had this point. Yeah. This this crazy part of the child abuse, especially with Petunia and that soapy frying pan. Like. <laughs> So much wrong with that. And, like, they're insane. Who the fuck feels the need to look up... To look up... To lock up a 12-year-old in, like, bars on his bedroom windows and lock the door, only allowing him to use the bathroom twice a day. And then using a cat door to push through his food. Like, the amount of child abuse these people put him through is just insane. And it's so sad. Like, these monsters should be in jail. Right. They should go to Azkaban. That, oh my god. That would be a 
weird fan fiction. That'd be yes. Someone write that. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that didn't really pop out to me more when I was younger. Like, a full fucking frying pan, she just swings it at his head. I mean, my <laughs> God, you could just give him a concussion or just straight up kill him. <laughs> like she missed him, thank God, but... Yeah. But she could have done some damage. Right? Like, what if Harry was Dudley's size or something, you know, with his kind <laughs> of speed? Just... He's too busy looking at the TV and gets hit in the back of the head with a frying pan. He probably wouldn't even notice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we get to see Dobby. This is our first introduction to Dobby. And I love him so much, but I feel so bad for him. For Dobby? Yeah, he breaks my heart. Because, you know, he hits himself and everything, like, his whole life. is just, he always feels like he needs to... Yeah. I'm not a fan of Dobby. Oh my god, I never knew this. (laughs) You're not a fan of Dobby? Not really. He's kind of an asshole. (laughs) Okay. I I don't think he's an asshole. I think that he just has a very fucked up way of thinking because he's lived with the Malfoys. He's been with the Malfoy family for how long? Yeah. He's really nice and sweet and trying to be helpful, but... He's never been shown kindness in his life. How can he know how to extend that? Yeah. But, I mean, he didn't have to, like, curse Harry's broom later on and all that shit. Like, chill out a little, bro. <laughs> Dobby had to iron his hands. No. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so they obviously say a bunch of stuff around Dobby. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows about the diary. He's trying to warn Harry about it. What else did he know? Like, I feel like if they're willing to share something like that, that diary is a big fucking deal. It is. If they're willing to say that around him, what else would they say? Like, what else could he know that he's not? Oh, he could know everything because he's just a house elf, right? So they probably don't even notice he's in the room. He probably knows everything. Right? I mean, it's cool. I, I like that he gained his freedom and all, but... Think about, he could have been an inside spy almost, except he would have hit himself a lot trying to give everyone that information. <laughs> Can you imagine? <sighs> also, I don't okay. see why all of a sudden Harry feels the need to be super honest. Like, okay, so Dobby shows up, tells you not to go back to Hogwarts, and he's like threatening him and like trying to drop cakes on the Masons and shit. Like, you need Dobby to leave, you need Dobby to be quiet. Just cross your damn fingers and agree. Like, fine, I won't go back to Hogwarts. Let him leave the house. L- pretend like you're not going. Like, what does it matter? He does- they don't have a problem lying in the other book. Right. Or, I'm like, not even go later on in this castle. one. <laughs> exactly. So what was the harm in just telling Dobby, like, yeah, sure. Because like, promise. And he's like, I can't do that. Just promise. What does it matter? Right. Like, he would just be gone, and all the, the cake would be fine, you know? Everything exactly. Would have been fine. Except, hmm, in the end, though, if he hadn't, if he had lied, he'd be dead. Mm. I'm just thinking about this now. In the far, far future, he would be dead. But we will get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going back to... You know, the 
parenting skills of the Dursleys, you know, their abusive life. You know, they cut Fred, George, and Ron come to come. Come to come? Come, come to, to get? Come. I mean, that sounds like a date, but... <laughs> They're coming to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is leading to a really bad conversation. Okay, so... <laughs> They come to get Harry out of that house, but, you know, he's locked in his room and all of his wizarding stuff is in the cupboard downstairs. Fucking George picks a lock. How fucking cool is that? I can't even think of most people I know that can pick locks. And you're talking about someone who's in a wizarding world. That's not necessary. Like, picking locks isn't a thing. No. And went out of his way to learn that. How smart are they? How smart are the Weasley twins? I assume they're super smart because do you know how much like science and shit would have to go into making all the crap that they make later on? Yeah, like even though, you know, like they they've got to be and... ridiculously smart. Yeah, all the love potions and everything. Their potion skills would have to be badass. I wonder mm-hmm. who regulates all of that. Now that I think about it, for a shop like that, is there like some sort of Wizard approved, not FDA, just something else, but the wizarding version of it. (laughs) To approve if the spells are safe and everything is sellable. I don't know. Good question. Weird thoughts. (laughs) So now that they're finally back at the Weasley house and they're going through like all the different books that Mrs. Weasley has, the Charm Your Own Cheese Cookbook. (laughs) <laughs> that really got my attention like what kind of charms do you do on cheese and I, how do I do them <laughs> is it like refillable plates of cheese like the sandwiches <gasps> later that would be amazing can I make this jalap- like this uh, pepper jack cheese a little spicier and never okay. run out that would be the only book I would ever need <laughs> <laughs> I love cheese. <laughs> we won't even need a toilet in our house, okay? <laughs> this is all I need in life, is this cheese book. And this cheese. <laughs> and another thing that kind of makes life suck in the muggle world is the gardening. The gardening right. in Harry Potter. Yep. Because the denoming. I would be super into just throwing these gnomes as far as you Flinging can. Gnomes. It just seems super exciting. <laughs> and here it's just, well, I dug this hole. Cool. Well, you know. I can't garden, so I agree that it would be much more fun in the wizarding world. I would at least attempt to garden. Because, <laughs> why not? Right. Okay. So, like you said, we're back at their house and I have a question about the flu powder like obviously it was Harry's first time using it but is there like no safe way for first timers to tag along with the flu powder you know like walking in holding hands with Ron or something to like safely travel together because I mean like Harry could have gotten super lost or like badly hurt luckily he only ended up in Nocturne Alley and not like across the damn world or something but like there's got to be a safer way for like kids to travel with the flu powder like how how did they take Ginny through flu powder when she was like four or like you know because right. yeah, even Dumbledore like Dumbledore holds Harry's hand while they operate 
I think, in the next book or in a couple books or whatever. But is there no safer way to travel by flu powder? Hmm. Yeah, I never thought of that as in, like, having a toddler, you know, an infant. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Man, you wouldn't. Oh, God, would you even want to take a baby or a child that way? Like, what if something fucked up, you know? (laughs) Exactly. So, like, Like, there's got to be a way to, like, train them. So interesting. Man, I wish J.K. Rowling would listen to this and answer (laughs) all of the questions. (laughs) Also, um, in the last book, you asked if there was some way to transfer or to exchange money. And, yeah, on my page 47, um, it says that... Um, that Hermione tells them that... Hold on, I'm trying to find it. But yeah, Hermione basically tells them that her parents are in Gringotts exchanging their money to wizard money. So I was right about that. I thought (laughs) I read it somewhere. (laughs) I just wanted to point that out. (laughs) I still want to know the exchange rate. (laughs) That I do not know. Because think about it, you know, the how, like, galleons, you just get a, a couple of them, and I feel like you can buy so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how much is that in a dollar amount? Like, a hundred dollars? Like, how bad is it? I don't know. Oh, it's horrifying. So, books that we're never going to be able to buy, and it really disappoints me. <laughs> <laughs> All of Lockhart's books have the best fucking titles. They really Break do. With, Break with the Banshee. Gadding with Ghouls. Am I saying that right? Gadding with go- Ghouls? Ghouls. ghouls? Yeah. Gadding with Ghouls? Man, it sounds so weird. Holidays with Hags. Travels with Trolls. <laughs> voyages with Vampires. Wanderings with Werewolves. Year with the Yeti. I mean, come on. Okay, and wh- how? what if it was Voyages with Werewolves? I mean, come on. How lucky did he get <laughs> to find someone where vampires and voyages were a thing? They're all on a boat. He is like the master of naming. He must have like a really good publicist or something. Right? But man, I love reading that. I would love to have books with that much alliteration all over my shelves. <laughs> Just like charm your own cheese. I mean, come on, even that has alliteration <laughs> with it. So good. Okay, but another thing that bothers me, so they have Lockhart has all of the students buy his entire collection of books. Mm-hmm. Is there not a curriculum set for students? Is there not like a this is your defense <clears throat> against the dark arts year two? You know, is it? Okay, each teacher gets to pick whatever books they want. Like, who decides think, that? Who decides if it's okay? I don't know. I I remember reading somewhere that there was like a like a transfiguration for year whatever. It's like I, I I assume that there is some sort of like standard curriculum. Maybe it's just like extra reading. Like each teacher can decide whether the students would read Macbeth or Romeo and Juliet. Maybe it's that type of thing. Man, but they didn't have another book on their on their list. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Because I feel I'm like, 
What is even the point of having his entire collection? It's just him talking about himself. You're not learning yes. anything. You're <laughs> and not he's learning. obviously self-centered and very <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> I couldn't handle him. I still don't get why Hermione is all about him forever. I that mean, come on. really weirds me out. She's brilliant. Why is she not <laughs> seeing past this? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. And something that you know I'm horrible at is sending stuff in the mail. So this oh is going to be... Oh my god. <laughs> this is just going to be funny. Every time I read Harry Potter, I really want to write more letters. Like physical letters. But I know that I suck. How would you mail them? <laughs> how? If we had owl posts, this shit just wouldn't be a problem, okay? <laughs> Backstory. I've had... Actually, you... You can see it. It's right there. That is your box of <laughs> things. <laughs> it's been transferred from another box because, you know, me. But I, <laughs> I can't go. I can't make myself go into the post office. It's so busy. <laughs> I, so, Maxor, she's been meaning to send me this box for like five or six months now. <laughs> Has it been that long? It has. It has. It's been before Halloween because I sent you the coffee crisp. You did. (laughs) The coffin crisp. Because it's the Halloween ones and it was so cute. God, yeah. And I've just been stockpiling things. Just sending her one giant box with me in it. (laughs) God. Okay, so we're kind of going back to the flu powder here when Harry gets totally lost in Nocturne Alley, and he ends up in Borgen and Burke's. Okay, so he ends up in Borgen and Burks, and, um, I mean, we don't really get to know this until later, because, mm-hmm. you know, the Malfoy family comes in and asks for Mr., is it Mr. Borgen? Or is it Mr. Burke? Can't remember. But we get, I think that, is this the first time we see the vanishing cabinet? Like, he's next to this cabinet. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, you know, we I don't get to is. know what it is. But I tried to Google it. I did not um, find, like, a answer on it. There's, I, I read some, is it this? But I didn't read anywhere that that's what it was. But it's something that I feel like the more I read Harry Potter, I notice a lot of things that are in the beginning of the book reappear later, and then they make mm-hmm. more sense. Like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much foreshadowing. That's why I'm so obsessed about that green smoke shit, okay? <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> And, okay, so after all of the scary shops down in Nocturne Alley, my God, how fucking horrifying would that be? It would be terrifying. Which is, again, why I think that they should regulate the flu powder. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make this safe, okay? 
But thankfully, Hagrid is going down there. Mm-hmm. And he finds Harry. But, you know, he gets told the story of how Harry came to be here with the Weasleys and all that. But he had no idea how bad the Dursleys were to him. He's like, if I had any idea, you know. Like, he has no but idea. Now but now you I... do, so do something about it. I know. But shouldn't Dumbledore have known this whole fucking time? Dumbledore he knows did. everything. He mm. knows everything. Yeah. I I think that goes all back to like, oh God, I can't remember right now. But one of the books later on, I guess it goes forward to not back. It all goes like forward to the whole him having to be there till he's grown out of it, like for the protection and all that shit. And I get that, but. There's got to be better ways to make Vernon and Petunia treat him properly, at least. Yeah. Like, he, if they're not going to be all like how they are with Dudley. Dudley. <laughs> God. <laughs> and one thing, but man, they're just straight up horrifying. Like, how is Harry not fucked up from that? You know? He probably is. He probably <laughs> Gonna say, I think a lot of characters in Harry Potter are going to be very fucked up after this. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. <laughs> but despite how awful Harry's been treated his whole life, he's still super kind. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you know, he gets all those books for free and he gives them to Jenny and offers to buy his own. You know, I feel like most people Mm -hmm. that have had that kind of shitty life, it's, well, this is mine, because they haven't had anything. And he's still so open and just doesn't mind all that stuff, even though his whole life, he barely had anything at all. Like, he's literally only had a life for a year, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he, like, literally walks up to Ginny and gives the full book series. And I mean, damn, like, I want a boy to walk up to me and give me a full book series. Like, he would get laid so quickly. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm married. But. (laughs) (laughs) The offer still stands. No. (laughs) But not for standalone books. (laughs) Like, how did she not, like. God. How did she not, like, ask him to marry her right there? Like, you know what? You're the one for me. Because. I think she already decided that that he was the one for her. (laughs) But it was not because of the books, though. Like, that would have sealed the deal for me. Like, this boy shall be mine. This boy shall be mine. (laughs) (laughs) I I like this. Harry Potter and the boy that shall be mine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, page 53, (laughs) because I'm a child, they were up at Cock Crow. (laughs) Eh? <laughs> yeah. I laughed so hard. It's for funny like ten minutes. I I kind of missed that until like I read what you put. And I'm like, what is that? And then I looked back and I started laughing. I can't remember what page it is on mine. I had to really look. <laughs> I like that <laughs> because I'm a child. So there it is. There that is. <laughs> We're all children on the inside. <laughs> that sounds weird. Anyway. Yeah. So, we end up at Flourish and Blotts. Is it Blotts? Yes. Yes. 
I yes. never, I always want to say bots, but I know that that's not right. But we have <clears throat> Lucius and Arthur just going at it in that fucking place. <laughs> but, you know, Lucius always makes fun of how poor the Weasleys are. And he's working a bunch of overtime, and I think he makes a statement about, you know, hope they're paying you extra. But what are the wages in the wizarding world? It just seems like really unfair wages in the ministry like, itself. Mm, like you have someone yeah. like Arthur who's still doing stuff that's very important, and he's bar- they're barely fucking making it. And then you have someone like Lucius with a goddamn mansion and a goddamn house elf. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what the fuck is going on here? And like, yeah, that then that department is so overworked because they just do all the random little shit that people enchant and stuff. Like, I would imagine that being a hard job, actually. Yeah, I don't know. With overtime, what is? And do they have taxes that come out? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I really want to know how this works, but come on. I feel like Mr. Weasley should be making so much more mm-hmm. with all the crazy shit he has to put up with. I mean, he might be making a fair amount, but I mean, they have seven kids, which is quite expensive. True. So I could be taking up a large chunk of that. Yeah. Of that have, earning. Yeah. But I mean, they do a lot of like hand-me-down stuff and everything. I don't feel like yeah, they're buying a whole lot that's... They're not buying new stuff all the time, except for this. No, year. that is true. But you know, <laughs> come on, Arthur deserves more. He deserves a raise. He does. He does. <laughs> Start a petition to get him a raise. Yeah, let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur's army. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Do all students need to go to London to take the Hogwarts Express? Because, like, I <laughs> I was really bored one day, and I started, like, mapping everything out. <clears throat> so they get on the Hogwarts Express in London, and judging by how far north it is, because they drive, and there's, like, mountains and stuff like that. And after doing some research, Hogwarts is well into Scotland. So for kids who are, like, from Ireland or Scotland, would they have to travel back towards New New York? Fuck. Back towards London to hop on the Hogwarts Express to go back to Scotland? Like, that makes no sense. Like, how do those kids get there? Do they, like, carpool? (laughs) Just carpool. (laughs) Like, how does Seamus get there? Like, does he have to travel all the way to London and then all the way back to Yeah, it seems really silly. Yeah, because I I haven't heard of any other tickets other than, you know, King's Cross... Nine mm-hmm. and three quarters Hogwarts Express. Like, there's no stops on the way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I had. I had brought this one up to my husband, and I was like, I asked him this exact question. He's like, "Well, obviously they make stops." I'm like, "It's the Hogwarts Express. It does not stop." He's like, "Oh, I didn't think of that." So, like, duh. Like, how does that work? Because it just seems silly. And even for like shopping, do they all have to go shopping at Diagon Alley, or is there like? A Scotland equivalent of right. it. Gosh. That would just suck to have to travel that far. Like guess, eight hours to go get my school supplies. <laughs> except they could use flu powder for that one, so I guess that point I doesn't guess. even matter. But, but then do they use flu powder to go, to go all the way to London and then take the Hogwarts Express? And take this long ass <laughs> train ride. <laughs> 
when they could just like flu powder into Hogsmeade potentially and just walk there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just such an interesting concept. God, someone answer that. <laughs> These questions are getting more intense as we go along. I know, and we just don't have exclam- <laughs> exclamations. Yep. <gasps> Explanations. <laughs> And another, so speaking of the Hogwarts Express and shit that just doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. the year before, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley, you know, they were the last ones to go. Mm-hmm. They made sure everyone fucking got through. And in year two, they just decide, well, Ginny went, let's go. Fuck Harry and Ron. Let's <laughs> let's get Ginny to the train. Like, why didn't I, they just wait? I kind of thought the go? same thing. You know, as a parent, I would send one parent through to make sure that all of the kids are there all right. And then one of the parents would go last. Apparently, they had different thoughts on that. Right. And what what did they think when they didn't see them come through after a couple of minutes? Weren't they worried? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know where they are. Bye. <laughs> they they no must have gets... made it. They must have got on. I just realized I did the most intense wave and we're on a podcast so no one could see how glorious it was. It was quite intense. I couldn't see the whole thing because your webcam kind of cut it off. But it was very vigorous. Yeah, it felt like I was sending my kid off that I don't have to Hogwarts for a whole year. Bye, Patty. Bye, Bye, Patty. I'm going to go sleep for a year. (laughs) So you come back. Okay, and then, okay, so instead of, you know, like sending an owl, like is brought up later, as one of the options, they decide to take the fucking car all the way to Hogwarts. How did they not run out of gas? How did they not fill up that car? I get Sorry. that, you know, it's an enchanted car and whatnot, but what the fuck is it running on? Magic? Fucking fairy dust? Like, what is happening? Do they have fairy dust? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but how do they not run out of fucking gas? I don't know. From from London all the way to Hogwarts. Maybe he, like, enchanted it insanely. Because you know how, like, they were all surprisingly able to all fit in there comfortably. Maybe he, like, expanded the gas tank to be, like, super mondo gas tank. So that's why gas prices are high. Damn it, Arthur. <laughs> How would you afford to fill that thing up? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> so they had a really easy ride all the way there. You know, mm-hmm. until the Whomping Willow. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole thing. But at the end, I, I, just, I fucking died. So first off, Harry almost forgets Hedwig. When he's leaving. He just straight up fucking... Oh yeah, Hedwig, because she screeches. And now he takes her in this long-ass fucking car ride. Mm-hmm. And then they get stuck in this tree. Okay, so our, our technical difficulties here. <laughs> but, okay, so, you know, they hit the Whomping Willow. And they fucking get away from it. And then... The car just decides, get the fuck out. Like, just get the fuck out of me. <laughs> it ejects them. Yeah. 
And Hedwig gets out, and she's just pissed. She's, what is it? She's screech, like, angrily screeching. And she doesn't even fucking like Harry for a while until one day, oh, you like me again. And it's, like, fucking almost done with the book. She's just pissed. <laughs> First off, you fucking I don't blame me. her, honestly. <laughs> right? Oh, God. I dropped that lighter again. Like, I oh, do Lord. every time we are here. Okay. okay. I'm back. <laughs> Hello. Okay. <laughs> okay, on page on my page 60. Ron glanced back at the ancient tree. Okay. I swear this tree was pa- planted like 22 years ago. I wouldn't call that ancient. Cuz then like you and me are even older than ancient and I'm not accepting that. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't think about it. <laughs> It's just my birthday. I should know how old I am too. I thought the I thought the Marauders were like. I thought they were the ones that planted it for like. Later on in the story, I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, I. I think you're right. We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna know within this month. But yeah, yeah. that's not ancient at all. Like no. when he turned twenty-two, he's like. Well, I'm an ancient motherfucker now, even though wizards live forever. Right. Yeah. So when it was like, he glanced back at the ancient tree, I was like, I swear that is not that old. (laughs) It's not that ancient, Ron. Control yourself. (laughs) And then obviously, Lockhart is a self-absorbed asshole. But seriously, who the fuck keeps autographed photos of themselves on their wall? Like, what the hell? Because they get pulled into, like, his office or whatever, and, like, there are photos of him all over, and they're all autographed. Like, I don't even like photos of myself hanging in my house. Never mind autographing them. <laughs> like, especially with how, like, fucking buoyant he is about everything. Just <laughs> He's always so smiley and joyous, and who the fuck wants to see that of themselves every day? Just... Right? I have an award-winning smile, motherfuckers. Like, (laughs) 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 Oh, God. God, so we haven't talked about Neville yet on this podcast, which I'm really surprised. (laughs) We're about to. But, okay, so Ron gets a howler for, Mm -hmm. you know, stealing the fucking car. God, he sounds so horrible. If you heard about well someone, deserved, like some child stealing the car, you'd be like, "What the fuck, man? That kid's out of control." <laughs> but what did Neville? What did Neville ever do to get a howler? And what happens when you don't open it? Like it's already bad enough that it screams. What happens when you don't open it? Probably screams and. Explodes. I don't know. (laughs) Probably. And I mean, it depends who would have sent Neville the howler. Because, like, I could see his grandma sending him a howler for, like, setting the house on fire or something. You know, like something. (laughs) (laughs) Just setting the house on fire, you know, no big deal. It's Neville. He could have, it could have happened. (laughs) Let's be real. Neville's trying to make dinner and the whole house is on fire now. He got a howler. (laughs) But, yeah, what happens, though? I don't know, because he's like, you better open it, because 
just gonna get worse if you don't. Like, it's gonna be awful if you don't. (laughs) Oh God. But okay, so after all this crazy stuff, I'm about to cough. All these are your points. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I about die. So the earmuffs that they use in the herbology class, my God, I want those that block out all sound. Can you imagine, you know, someone's having a party next door or something and you're trying to read and you just, fuck, here's these earmuffs. Those are reader earmuffs, okay? Yes. Market them for When I tell you that my neighbors are like revving their engines 24-7, I need those. If somebody has those, can you send me those? Yeah, we went these wizarding earmuffs. Like, let's get on this. Come on, Sprout, give it to me. <laughs> that sounded really wrong. It did. It's okay, though. <laughs> we'll just move on and pretend it didn't happen. We'll just move on. <laughs> kind of like how Ron can't move on from his horrible decision about the car. Because he breaks his wand in the whole process of that. Wands <laughs> fucking Ron. Ron's fucking Ron? Yep. Yes. Ron's mm-hmm. fucking wand. My god, that is a tongue twister. Oh, that sounds wrong too. <laughs> anyway, his wand. <laughs> Damn it. But, God, what is it? He's trying to transfigure something, and it just puts, puts him in this tire smoke of just rotten egg smell. Like, and it just made me think about, I mean, we talked about this. About bean boozled? Rot- yeah, the rotten egg. Like, the jelly bean is bad. Can you imagine being in a puff of smoke the that's smell? just straight up fucking oh, rotten wow. egg? Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> okay. So this this next point I have is totally off the wall, but have you ever seen the Harry Potter Puppet Pals? I haven't, no. What's that? Oh, oh man. Okay, well, I haven't watched a whole lot of it, but there's one that is pretty... It's well known. Okay. And it, it made me think of it. It's, it's what is that <clears throat> mysterious ticking noise? And it's Snape. Snape, Severus Snape, Dumbledore. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but on page 109 in my book, there was, what's that clicking noise? And it it was Colin taking photos. But when it was, what's that <laughs> clicking noise? I'm like, what's the mysterious ticking noise? Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. So I'm literally, I had to stop reading because I just couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> I could see how that would distract you, actually. <laughs> I could see how that would have derailed completely. It just it just fucked up my whole night of reading. I'm like, I'm like, I can't focus because I'm literally just sitting here singing that song. And you, we are watching it after this. And anyone who has not seen this video, it, it has to happen. And you're going to be cursed forever. Go and watch it. You're going to think about it. All this time. (laughs) So, we get to see Nearly Headless Nick again, 
and he's super pissed that he doesn't get to join the headless hunt. You know, he got denied because he's not headless. This motherfucker took an axe to the neck 45 <laughs> times and he still has his head. What kind of neck did he have? <laughs> like It must have been a very dull blade. Like maybe it was like butter knife dull. <gasps> like that would hurt so bad. First of all, <laughs> butter knife. Just whacking oh at it for like hours. 45 times. 45 times. What, what the fuck did he do to piss someone off that bad? I'm sorry. But to like kill someone, just, <laughs> you know, if you're in, in battle or something, you know, just get on with it. But whoever, like he had to be 45 dead. 45 times. Like he had to be That's dead. That's excessive. That's at like. At least a few times in. He couldn't have lived 45. High blows to the neck. I mean, he, especially he, with his neck almost off. He, he must have gone. pissed off the wrong psychopath. <laughs> like Nick, what kind of troubled things were you in before you died? Like, do we need to talk about this? <laughs> and oh, the poor things that we never get to talk about. The poor squibs that exist that Neville thought he was. Oh, oh he's not. poor guy. No. But, Just barely. Yeah, but Filch is a squib. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to do this whole quick spell thing. Where do squibs go to school? Because it's not like they could have done anything. Like, they can't transfer anything. They can't no. pass that. Do they mm-hmm. go to muggle school? Do they I... go to some sort of trade thing in the wizarding world if they want to stay there? Like, what? Where? Do, what happens? I don't know. Because it seems like it would seem kind of like... I don't know. Like... It would seem wrong for them to just be, like, banned from all wizarding schools. Like, there must be, like, a part of the school that is for squibs, maybe? Because it just seems, like, cruel to discriminate yeah. against them, right? Yeah, and what happens if you find out, like, maybe their first year that they are a squib and it just didn't occur to you and you thought they were just horrible at it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what happens? Do they have to continue going through school and being like, mm, can't do that? Because I don't hear any. There's no mention of yeah. squibs, really. No. Of what, where they go. Maybe and they're obvious... not common? Maybe. I, I would hope. There has to be a plan for that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this came up kind of before. Like, where did what happened to Haggard when he got expelled? Did he just never go to school again? <laughs> That's what it kind of seems like. It's how they try to make him seem in the movies anyway. Yeah, so if there's... If you don't... If you're not magical or you get expelled, you just don't get any education. Like... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, God. Speaking of Filch, his poor cat. (laughs) Miss Norris. Yeah. Um... We get to, you know, see her petrified. <laughs> and there's blood, like the blood or the red paint or whatever is written on the wall. Mm-hmm. Why was it not washing off? I don't think that was ever brought up, or if it was, I totally missed it every single time. But why doesn't it wash off? And does it wash off after the diary is destroyed? Mm-hmm. Is it just the power of the diary keeping it there? No, because Jenny did it. <clears throat> oh, spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry. <laughs> This whole thing is a spoiler alert. Because <laughs> Ginny did it, so I would assume it would just be, like, regular red paint. Or, yeah. like, 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know that... Maybe he didn't try know, hard enough? <laughs> like, Tom Riddle is, you know, taking over her. Mm-hmm. But could he possibly keep it there? Like, and what was the point? Like, why does it have to stay up? Like, everyone got the shock of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> hmm. And now, <laughs> I'm going to bring up this totally off-the-wall thing that got me super excited. The homework at Hogwarts seems so fun <laughs> because they have to write a whole, like, I don't know how much parchment, but the Medieval Assembly of European Wizards. How fucking fun would that be? It would be so fun. Oh, my God. Like, half of their homework, honestly. I don't see, I understand, like, Ron not being okay with it because he grew up a wizard. Hermione has the right attitude, like, she's excited about everything, and I totally get it. But, like, why is why is Harry so, like, ugh, homework? Like, bitch, if I had that type of homework, I would be Hermione-ing the shit out of it. Because, like, mm-hmm. what? Like, can you imagine doing homework in the fucking common rooms? Like next to the fire on some sort of comfy sofa with your fucking earmuffs that block everything out. You know, I would steal one of those pairs, by the way. I'd be that student. Sorry, Miss Brett. I don't know where the fuck those went. I don't know what happened to them. Oh, my God. But even the teachers are dedicated. So the most boring class that they have is, you know, I think it's history, isn't it? Yeah. History but, with uh, Professor Binns, I believe. Yeah. But he just straight up dies sitting down, <laughs> and he gets up out of his body and just keeps fucking teaching. <laughs> I don't need that meat suit. Let's keep going. All right. <laughs> I like that they didn't, like, it seems like they didn't even care. It's like, oh, he's dead. He's a ghost now. All right, we'll just accept it. Let's let yeah. her keep teaching. Do they, do they pay him? Do they, like... I don't know. Does he does he doesn't really need to eat? Housing <laughs> is free. He's at Hogwarts. He's a it's ghost. Not like, yeah. Do they pay him? Is he like a free? He's just volunteering now. As <laughs> just doesn't even realize him. what's going on. Interesting. <laughs> God, do you have to pay ghosts? What is the what is the law on that? Is there laws on that? <laughs> You can't discriminate if they're dead or alive. But then what he has to do is taxes? Fuck. This is just getting too far. Because <laughs> he has to do taxes. We should just move on. So we have all these cool classes. And then there's Defense Against the Dark Arts, which sounds badass, but it's not with Lockhart teaching it. No. Like, all he has is Harry acting out these most absurd things like he's a werewolf and shit like is this drama or defense against the dark arts come on man make it snappy let's learn some shit and do they have drama class i don't know i haven't heard of any art classes at hogwarts oh my god is art a thing is art a thing in the wizarding world because i just you don't hear a lot about it no like what about the people who make you know, like Mrs. Weasley knits and everything. Where do they learn that? Do they not have, like, home ex and stuff? Oh, my God. Here we are going again. 
Sorry, continue your, your last thought. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah. I can't imagine being in that class. Can you imagine having, like, social anxiety and having <laughs> Lockhart, who's this famous motherfucker for no actual reason other than he's an asshole, but... <clears throat> well, I can't imagine having yeah. social anxiety, because I do have it. Me too. So can you imagine fucking getting up there and having to act something out like that? Like oh, howling God. and stuff? That would be such I a nightmare. Would, it would seem ridiculous, especially in a class like that, where that's not where what you're there for. This is like, it's yeah. not a drama class where you're expecting to do that. Yeah. It's defense against the dark arts. <laughs> you're, you're learning to defend yourself. And I don't yeah. think howling, standing on a desk, is going to do it. <laughs> I don't know, I'll try it. If anyone ever breaks in my house, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, no. I'm going to fucking run. <laughs> oh, God. And how does fucking Lockhart, on top of his bad teaching, keep his job after fucking up <laughs> Harry's arm? Like, he just took all the bones out. Just, you don't need these. Yeah. Sometimes that happens, you know. Sometimes everything I do fucks up. Because every single thing he does in this book, yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> like, I'd be so pissed if I was Madame Pomfrey, because, like, that's got to be way harder to regrow. Like, she said it's harder to regrow bones, but, like, also, I had a question. How many bones are in a human arm? Because she said, uh, I believe she said 33 bones. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that there's way more than that, because it was his entire, like, arm. His hand, his wrist. Now, I've tried Googling this freaking answer, and I believe I asked you to Google it, too. And we kept getting different answers. <laughs> one, yeah. site, one site said there was four. And I'm like, okay, in the finger, like, in the hands alone, there's more than four. So, you know, bullshit. But, like, ah. Yeah. I, have no, I, I mean, I, I took anatomy. Like, I did all this stuff. But, man, that was years ago. <clears throat> that feels like a lifetime ago. I'm about to cough again. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm over here dying. But, and another thing about regrowing bones. How often does she have to do this? Because that is bottle was huge. How many of those does she have? Do they ever expire? And when you regrow bones, do you get the same replica of the bone you had before? Or do you get like new bones almost and they're strong so you probably get old, new ones so when you have osteoarthritis when you're older you can just be like take all my bones out give me all new ones come on i mean probably like it hurt because it looked like hurt like like hurting it looked like growing them hurt quite a bit but but probably because i'd imagine it wouldn't be the same bones because those were liquefied yeah like how does this work? And if they can regrow bones, bones, mm -hmm. bones, can they, why can't they regrow like skin tissue and stuff? They, people could live forever. You could literally replace all of their organs. You could just hmm. regrow them. Except you'd probably die without your organs. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that's probably there's, the, there's you a have momentary... to like liquefy them first and then regrow them. <laughs> But what are you going to do in the meantime? Exactly. <laughs> I just answered that my own question. I need to regrow my heart. Well, 
We don't even have one to beat anymore, so. (laughs) (laughs) A random thing that cracked me up is Dumbledore's hot chocolate throughout this book. (laughs) Like, I feel like he's always on his fucking way to get a cup of hot chocolate. (laughs) I don't blame him. Hot chocolate's life. Right after reading Dumbledore drinks hot chocolate, I'm like, I could drink some hot chocolate right now. So I did. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So I I believe it's Colin who goes into the hospital wing when Harry's in there, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's the next person to get petrified. Um, Yeah. But I just had this, like, sinking feeling when I read the this one part of the book that Harry's watching McGonagall's face. You know, they think he's asleep, and she just has this look of dread. Mm-hmm. You know, she has no idea what's going on. And I, it reads, And from what Harry could see of Professor McGonagall's shadowy face, she didn't understand this any better than he did. How fucking horrifying is that? Because you know that McGonagall and Dumbledore, everyone's such a badass at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And they're totally fucking lost on what's going on. Like, that has to be not reassuring whatsoever. <laughs> and especially her. Like, she always seems so composed and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think her especially, it would terrify me. Yeah, to see someone like McGonagall, to have that distressed look. Mm-hmm. Because that no, bitch I totally isn't afraid get it. of anything. Like, fuck, I probably would have just looked at her face and just shit myself right there. It would have been horrifying. <laughs> no, probably not. If if losing the bones didn't make you poop yourself, that's not going to. <laughs> I'm just, I, I have imagined so many times after reading that, like, picking up my arm and it just flopping around. And, dude, I would vomit. That is disgusting. <laughs> I would probably would pass vomit. out. Yeah. Oh, how does that feel? Tissue on tissue, you know? Oh, okay, moving on. I don't want to think about this. Okay, moving on. Um, I believe... Okay, so what exactly was the plan with the polyjuice potion? Because, like, they wanted to somehow get Malfoy to confess, right? But, like, what was their plan? Change into Crab and Goyle, go get a confession out of Malfoy, but then what? Were they going to go to, like, Dumbledore and be like, oh... So here's the story. We illegally obtained information by using a potion we're not supposed to be using. Um, and we're 12, so you should take us seriously because of all this stuff. Like how you can't go in with that sort of plan and just like, so this is what we did. Because obviously you can't <laughs> – like how, how – what were you guys hoping to gain out of this? Because I don't see like that would have went very well. If it would have worked, and he would have been like, yeah, I'm the heir of Slytherin. And then he would have been like, we figured it out. Oh, how'd you figure it out? We can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, and even at that, where's the proof? That's yeah. word of mouth. Like, Exactly. Could, he could just be like, I didn't say that. And like, it wouldn't would be to valid. Take, like a recorder or something, too. Yeah. But they didn't do that. I didn't no. hear mention of that. They don't, they don't think through their plans, apparently. <laughs> no. It's not like it worked anyway, but yeah, where they just, eh, Draco's the heir, we stole some s- ingredients from Snape, and uh, we made this polyjuice potion, and eh, here you go. Ugh. <laughs> okay. oh. uh. okay. Yeah. 
But I guess they're, you know, they're 12. They're not thinking <laughs> this through. But we I feel like Hermione would... should have had a plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she could figure out the whole, like, potion thing and when in the last book, she should be able to figure that out. Yeah. <clears throat> the bitch made the potion. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to totally butcher this. I have never actually pronounced it right. But it's the Hogwarts um, slogan almost. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have seen it, then you know what I'm trying to say. And if you haven't, then <laughs> you're just going to be lost for a few minutes here. But there's so, like, that, I think that means don't tickle the sleeping dragon or don't poke the sleeping dragon or something. And... <clears throat> <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but gosh, what did he say? I put it down as page 186, but I keep finding the sleeping dragon references, and I don't know why I think it's funny. I'm like, what is up with these sleeping dragon things? Like, absolutely everything we're going to refer to as sleeping dragon. It's not on my page 186, that's for damn sure. Oh no. Yeah, our pages are totally off. <laughs> Oh my god. Come on. Every time you're trying to find something in a book that you just read, you can never do it. Ever. Luckily, oh. we write down our handy-dandy page... Uh... Numbers, yeah. Numbers. Otherwise, we'd be fucked. <laughs> okay. Deliberately causing mayhem in Snape's potions class was about as safe as poking a sleeping dragon in the eye. <laughs> that does sound quite dangerous. <laughs> right? And, man, I don't think I'd ever want to do that. But why are there so many people trying to do stupid shit with sleeping dragons? Like, why does the saying have to do anything with the sleeping dragon? We're just going to refer to him because people want to tickle and poke him in the eye. Not my first reaction when I would see a dragon. If I saw a dragon. I don't know what my but, first reaction would be if I saw a dragon. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably shit myself. I'd probably just, you I'd you tend to be doing that a lot tonight. <laughs> Everything. I just shit myself. <laughs> so scared. I just need depends. <laughs> That's a great... I just thought about this. Can you imagine like there, how many people pee themselves when they're scared? And if they're horrified of, you know, scary movers or something, you can have special adult... Diapers for being scared. It's not because you're old. It's because you're scared. That is a horrible idea. I should never have come up with that. <laughs> Ever. Absolutely awful. So, I have never asked this of you. I don't know if we have the same artwork in our books on each chapter. I'm oh. assuming they're all the same. But I've never actually... I've never asked... I assume we because, don't. Oh no! Well, I'm about to show you, and well, if you have the for those of you American... who can't see what I did, I just showed her that I do not have any artwork. <laughs> yes, well, I do. I'm gonna try to show it to you here. You can probably Google it, but the artwork oh. for the Polyjuice Potion chapter is super fucking creepy. <laughs> like. My god, it looks like his eyeballs are about to bust out of his skull. It is horrifying. I'm going to have to go Google a better picture of that after. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine doesn't have any pictures. I have the first edition of the Canada version, so maybe that was pre-picture. Maybe. Man. Yeah, I never knew if all of them had the artwork or not. Because I normally love them, but I turned to that one, and I was actually eating sushi when I was reading this. I was like, ugh. I, I lost my appetite. <laughs> God. So, a very important character that comes up in this is um, Fox. The most beautiful phoenix ever. <laughs> yes, and oh I my really God. Want one. I, I want really one want so one. bad. My husband did get me that um, the Nobles collection. Is that what it is? And it, yeah, it's the Phoenix. Uh, it sounds there. pretty. You'll have to show me later. I will have to show you later. <laughs> but it's on a metal stand. Oh. oh it's so pretty. I'm dropping fucking shit again. <laughs> Phoenixes are my Phoenixes? Phoenix? Phoenix. What's the plural of a Phoenix? <laughs> I don't know. We speak English and nothing makes sense. Phoenixes <laughs> are one of my top um, mythological creatures of all time. So Fox is just my favorite. Well, aside from the Thestrals, but. Oh my gosh, yes. We're, we're going to have a whole spiel about that when we do <laughs> Order the Phoenix. Because I am. Oh. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Okay, so on page, on my page 158, we're obviously going quite a bit differently. Um, okay, so Hedwig swooped into Harry's room. It's Christmas Day, and she's delivering his presents. So she swoops into the room through the open window and delivers his presents. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I cannot. Um, but, like, how, how does she swoop in? Was the window open? Was there, like, a spell that, like, it automatically opens when when owls come to a window? Like, how does that happen? Because if the window was open, that would be fucking cold, because it's Christmas Day. Yeah. And I just want you to know, was... like, how does that work? Obviously, they can't open windows, because then they would have just opened the windows for, like, when they crashed into, like, um, the Dursley's house and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. But castles are cold anyway. You know, any kind of large structure like that made of stone is going to be cold. I wonder if there's some sort of magical thing that keeps it warm. Well, because they, so they talk about the rooms being cold. And, like, especially the dungeons and stuff, which you get. Yeah. But, like, like, maybe warm-ish, because I feel like it'd be fucking freezing. But that also doesn't sound safe. Like, you're just going to have open windows on a tower with 12-year-olds in it? <laughs> literally oh, anything, it, can, literally anything can come in and go out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. Man, imagine if there was some underage drinking or something, <laughs> and they just fucking fall out of this giant tower atop this castle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That that took a really dark turn. <laughs> so so I was just confused with like, how did Hedwig get into his room? And that's when she yeah. was less pissy with him too. Yeah, it took her all the way to Christmas to forgive him about <laughs> coming to Hogwarts. So Three Christmas months. Day, 
what Hedwig is bringing him is something for Harry from the Dursleys. And it, I think it's, um, do they give him like a penny or something? I don't know. I they don't remember him, what they give him. Yeah, it's and, something and, measly. Yeah, and some note, okay, ask if you can stay there for the summer holidays. You don't have to come back. Did they use the owl post? Because I cannot see them ever conforming to anything in the wizarding world. Did it go to some muggle place and they picked it up? And how Maybe. does that work? They had sent Harry a toothpick and a note telling him to find out whether he'd be able to stay at Hogwarts for the summer holidays. <laughs> a toothpick. <laughs> Not even a penny. Don't waste that penny Straight on up. him. <laughs> Straight up toothpick. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know how they would have sent it. Because, like, I can't imagine them being okay with, like, tying shit to an owl. Yeah, I can't imagine them being, like, even touching the owl, letting it near them. Like, I cannot see them using owl post at all. No. So how did Harry get that? How did Hedwig get it? <laughs> Maybe she was, like, at their door, like, hey, <laughs> just gotta send a present. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. So... They decide over Christmas break that they're going to try to get the confession out of Draco. Mm -hmm. So they've had a whole fucking month of planning this potion, like putting it together and everything. And they never thought to go look for the common room location (laughs) prior to fucking taking the polyjuice potion because you don't have all night. You have an hour. I mean, come on. Why was it not a thought? Okay, we're going to be here. It's going to take this much time to get to the common room or whatever. Like, why was there no plan? They're just... Oh, where's the? And they asked a Ravenclaw where the fucking Slytherin common room was. It just the whole. It was not going well. We've been through this though. They obviously don't plan very well. Don't. I know they're twelve, but come on. You that thing that castle is huge. You're twelve, but you guys have to learn to get your shit together. Yeah, find where you're going first. That's the only thing that makes sense. Can you imagine the stuff that you could do with Polyjuice Potion? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. It would be fun. Yeah. And horrible at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Man, you could do a lot of weird things. I'm just going to leave that to everybody's imagination. I'm not going to say what yeah. I would do with it, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll just. Just in case. <laughs> just in case we ever get some. You can't know what exactly. kind of plans we have. <laughs> so, the Slytherin common room. The password is pure blood. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How was that allowed? Who made that? Like, I, I can't imagine that ever being okay in a school like that. No. No. Who makes the passwords overall? Like, does the fat lady make the passwords? Or does McGonagall change the passwords? So, like, would that have been Snape? Or would that have been the school itself? And, Do they change yeah. their password? I have no idea. But I can't imagine. If it was, I would imagine it would be the head of house that would do it. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine Snape ever being like, oh, pure blood, because let's think no. about this. He yeah. fucking loved, loves Lily. Oh. <sighs> no one cry. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that ever being okay with Dumbledore no. or Snape. Anybody, any teacher Mm-mm. that would hear that would be pissed. Yeah. And 
even the students, come on. It's not like they're all pure blood in Slytherin House. No. They're not all assholes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and another thing that I, I was super shocked about, when they get, was it detention? Yeah. I don't know. But um, they have Tom Riddle's awards still displayed in the school. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Ron cleans them. Sh- yeah. Like how, sh- that's so shocking to me. That something like that, because I can't imagine anyone who does something horrible is you just kind of wipe them out. That's all they're mm-hmm. known for almost. But, you know, the services to the school awards, they kept those in there on display. Maybe they just didn't think of taking them out because Tom Riddle, how many people would link Tom Riddle to Voldemort? A lot of parents. I guess. Like... Yeah. It's just shocking. Unless they're just not afraid to be like, yeah, this happened. This is our history. I mean, that could be it, too. That could be. But, you know, hmm. I can imagine I that being kind of horrifying for students. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm really intrigued by is the mandrakes. <laughs> we get to watch them grow up. <laughs> well, they get to their teenager stage, and they, they throw mandrake parties. Like, what happens? And I, I died. Well, when they start hopping into each other's pots, that's when you know they're ready, you know? (laughs) They're mature enough. Oh, Lord. But fucking Sprout's so happy that there's lights going on. She's happy that they're throwing parties. That would be so loud. That would be such a loud party. And what what do they do? Because every party has some sort of substance going on whether it be alcohol weeds or cannabis or (laughs) other ones that i don't i'm not all for but (laughs) you know what do they do like oh here's the special soil (laughs) 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 what are these parties like what do these man drinks do i really want to (laughs) know and i totally want to party with them with 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 the headphones though because I wouldn't yes, want to die. I'd, yeah. Because their screams... I would assume... <clears throat> what point do their screams officially kill you? I don't know. I'm assuming when they're teenagers, but... Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Oh, man. So, totally random, but one of my favorite lines is in this book. And it's on my page 255. (laughs) And when in doubt, go to the library. I love that quote. I do too. It just gives you like that warm, fuzzy feeling of Harry Potter. That line right there. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you want to curl up in a book with a big blanket, (laughs) with a cup of coffee. And a fire. Yes. And definitely be at Hogwarts, but you're just going to pretend because you're totally sitting in your own (laughs) living room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. Warm. I have a. I've, I never. I've never realized warm things. <laughs> I've never realized, or even thought about this. But I want to know how old is Voldemort? So like the chamber opened fifty years ago. Voldemort was in his fifth year. So fifth years are like fifteen years old, I think. Right. Yeah. So like Voldemort's like sixty-five. I think so. I think he dies at 70-something. That seems so old. But they are wizards. I mean, 
Yeah. I feel like they live a lot longer, but yeah, that's pretty fucking old. But I wonder if it even really matters for him because, you know, he has the Horcruxes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have his original body anymore. No, but like he just seems like so spry. <laughs> for 65. <laughs> I love that. Voldemort, you seem so spry. (laughs) I didn't know how else to explain it. I love it. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. This is the part that... It's so stupid. So I'm reading. And have you ever had those um those videos where they're saying something totally innocent. Yes. And yeah. when you block something out it sounds so so dirty. Yep. I have to find this. Oh I'm on page two fifty six. <laughs> I'm trying to get to page two fifty six. Excuse me. <laughs> oh my god, I passed it. <laughs> okay. We're gonna give me so a few few minutes. We're not going to give me a few minutes. I was going to try to find the beep sound, but I'm just going to do it, and everyone's going to suffer. <laughs> so the first line on this, Harry was mounting his beep when Professor McGonagall came half-marching, half-running across the pitch, carrying an enormous megaphone. When I read it, that's just exactly how I read it. I just read it as a big like bleep out, and I fucking died. Harry was mounting his <laughs> so immature. He's mounting his broom, but it's just funnier when you take out the word broom. Oh, uh, have you seen those ones where it like, oh god, when you like replaced wand with like, have you read those? Oh my god, yes. I love those things. They're so immature, and I laugh so hard at them. I admit that I'm super immature when it comes to that sort of crap. I'm gonna do something, and excuse my absolutely loud typing that doesn't seem very loud to me. We have to find some of these. Oh god. Well, while you're looking for that, I'll bring up my next point. (laughs) So, once again, safety's at its finest during the beginning of the Quidditch game. There's another freaking attack, obviously, on Hermione and... Oh, Lord, what's that other girl's name? Penelope or something? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, so, game is canceled. Everyone who's out here in the Quidditch pitch, safe, where the attacks didn't happen. We're going to need you guys to head back indoors, please, and wait in your dorms. Like, the attack just happened in the school. Why would you send them back in? It's a perfectly fine day for them all to sit in the Quidditch pitch. Right? Like, there's like, nothing they- that's killing them there. <laughs> you know, and I never thought about that. Ever. Right? Okay. <laughs> I found it when you replace wand with penis. <laughs> Harry's penis was vibrating as though an electric charge was surging through it. <laughs> your penis, Lucius. I require your penis. <laughs> Voldemort drew out his own penis and compare the links. <laughs> oh, God. You talk about penises like they've got feelings, said Harry. Like they can think for themselves. 
Okay, I'm gonna try to find one more that I've done. <laughs> They're all so good. They're all so good. <laughs> no. Your father, on the other hand, favored a mahogany penis, 11 inches. Wow, 11 inches. Go for it. God. Yeah. God, I love those. So good. Okay, where were we? Oh, number 60. It's yours. <laughs> oh, we're actually, I think we're on 58. I think we skipped 58. <clears throat> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. We have at least had so many to go through. <laughs> okay. So this one's mine that I completely skipped. Okay. So, why are they so quick to blame? Like, all of a sudden, they get something in their head, and they're, like, so hardcore into, like, oh, it's Malfoy. It's absolutely Malfoy. And then they find out that it's not, and they're like, oh, no, we were wrong. And then they see a memory that doesn't prove anything. And it's like, that's it. It's 100% Hagrid. I know this time. Problem solved. And it's like, oh, it wasn't him either. Like, you guys, stop jumping to conclusions. Like, even in the first book, like... Oh my gosh, it's Snape. Oh, it's not Snape. <laughs> like, you know, you can only be wrong so many times before you're like, you know what? Let's just not assume. Yeah. Let's just, like, take in everything before we, like, jump to one person. Because this obviously is not working out for us. Yeah, they, like, form this hypothesis. This is who it is. And then they just go straight to the conclusion. Yeah, and you don't <laughs> think that Hermione would do that. Because she seems more of, like, a factual person. So, like, I can right. see her wanting the facts before yeah. just blaming someone. But no, yeah. there she goes, just on the... This is it, and we're going to prove it. On the blaming of... bandwagon. Yeah, you'd think they'd be more... All right, this is what we think it could be. Let's see if we can find the facts to support that. Yeah, exactly. Or find what is the alternative. But nope, they're just, we think this is it. That's totally fucking it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. So, sadly, we get to see Hermione gets attacked by the Basilisk. But, you know, I mean, not really that bad. She's just mm. petrified. But, anyway, she sees... It's her, and who is she with in the library? She's with someone else, and I can't remember. I, I thought it was, like, Penelope Penelope Clearwater. Or I Clearwater. can't remember what it was. It, it was, it was can't the, the chick that... Uh, what's his name? Is kissing, I thought. Oh, shit. Percy. Percy's girlfriend, I thought. Maybe not. Maybe not. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Hermione has a mirror, and that's how she sees the basilisk, and, you know, mm -hmm. it's petrified. I can't see Hermione walking around with a mirror. Does she always have one on her? And if she didn't, where did she get it? She went to the library. Mm -hmm. It's not like she could have. She would have went back to her, the common room to go grab a mirror and then go back to the library. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she does. She doesn't seem like that type of girl, but, I mean, your girl's a girl. Yeah. I just want to know where that mirror came from. <laughs> and this one I almost put. This next one, I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on my page 192, it says, Harry had an inherited just one thing from his father, a long and silvery invisibility cloak. Okay, 
and like you know there's like this whole vault of gold but we'll just <laughs> we'll just leave that out it doesn't matter that he got the gold the invisibility cloak is the only thing he inherited from his father yeah i laughed at that line from like yeah and all the fucking money <laughs> like, like okay the ability to buy brand new stuff when you go to school and not have to worry about affording your school books, but okay. How did they get that money? That was a lot of money. I know. I've wondered that forever. Like, what did they do to get that much money so young while having a baby? Because yeah. babies are expensive. How do you have that much money? Right? Where did you work? And a house. And why is a house, too. Yeah. And why is Arthur not making this much? Poor Arthur. I'm bringing it back, okay? We have to fight for Arthur. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so poor Hagrid gets taken to Azkaban because this fucking memory that everyone is so quick to push blame on. Mm-hmm. You know, just, yep, this happened 50 years ago. You're it. Sorry, we have to do something. Yep. But Hagrid's last statements about someone will have to feed Fang when I'm away and just follow the spiders. Like, what was Fudge thinking when Hagrid was saying all of these things before taking him to Azkaban? This man obviously is insane and needs to go to Azkaban. Like, what are you smoking and where is it? (laughs) Just follow the spiders, man. I didn't even think about that. Okay. And another thing. So after the last attacks, the teachers escort all the students from one class to another. Yeah. So after the class is over, let's say Lockhart's teaching, Lockhart walks them to their next class. And presumably, let's say he's taking McGonagall. McGonagall's escorting that class to their next class. Who stays with them when they're going back to their own classrooms? Ghosts. Where? (laughs) I have no idea. That's a possibility. I don't know if, like, I, that's just how I read it, yeah. or if I read it wrong in their process, but I just feel like, like, how do you get Transition at some yeah. At some point, the students are going to have to be alone. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. And even with that, what are the ghosts going to fucking do? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Mr. Binz is a ghost, and he's watching, too. What is he going to do? <laughs> anyway (laughs) so following the spiders you know that's the great advice that Haggard gave when they're sitting in there you know they almost got eaten by all these giant spiders yeah if if Dobby had not stopped the barrier they would have never stolen the car and the Ford would not have been in there yeah. They would have straight up fucking died. That would have been the the boy who got eaten. Like <laughs> That's that, that that's some messed up shit right there. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Luckily that yeah. card card that car was there. Yeah. If Dobby just wasn't so horrible <laughs> in his ways of trying to help Harry, if he was logical, this he they he was logical. they would have died. That's true. <laughs> so another thing, if Ron's fucking wand through this whole process, you know, they're in like per, like peril, they're in danger, <laughs> and Ron's wand, man, that is hard to say. Ron's wand. I want you to say it. Ron's really, wand. 
Is it kind of hard? Can you imagine Ron Swan, Ron Swan, yeah, kind of. Ron Swan, Ron Ron Swan. I can't do it. That was really. You didn't even attempt. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) But his fucking wand's just sitting over there, just whistling and blowing purple bubbles. Can you imagine how awkward that would be? You're just sitting there and all of a sudden there's fucking purple bubbles coming out of your wand and they're everywhere. It'd be fun. Okay. And they get back and, you know, they're looking at Hermione and they're spending, like, seeing her again. I can't remember why they went in there. I think they were going to do something else and they told McGonagall that they were going to go see Hermione. So they went. (laughs) Because she started crying. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, McGonagall. My heart. <laughs> um, how did no one else find the note in Hermione's hand? Like Madame Pomfrey know, at least, right? Yeah. Like I, you know, I get that it was super hard and he almost rips it trying to get it out, but I feel like st- there weren't that many students that were, you know, petrified. I feel like they would have hardcore examined every single part. Mm-hmm. How did that not get found when she got put in there i don't know not very observant yeah because you're talking about the two people who decided they didn't need to find the slytherin common room first before (laughs) turning into them how did they find this thing (laughs) pure dumb luck (laughs) (laughs) okay i love you (laughs) so i have a question that literally like blew my mind when it finally came to the surface of my mind and i it's something that i cannot get over i will never get over this and ugh. okay so the basilisk is like literally huge i believe i read somewhere i'm pretty sure in my copy of fantastic beasts i'm pretty sure they get to like 50 feet long fully grown which is not a tiny snake but i will tell you what is tiny plumbing how big are the damn pipes in the freaking school that it can fit a freaking 50-foot snake through these damn pipes? Yeah. Like, first of all, the school was built hundreds of year, years ago, like, I believe, like, 450 B.C. or something, which is, like, way, way, way beyond indoor plumbing. Like, even installing regular-sized pipes would have been a pain in the ass in the school. But, like, how the fuck do you install, like, 10-foot-wide pipes? The water pressure in that, mm. first of all, can I just say, would suck, asshole, because <laughs> <laughs> that would not get the water pressure really going, first of all. No. But, like, <clears throat> what? How is that even possible? How how, yeah. how is a snake going through the pipes? And on top of the pipes, like like you said, it's this is before indoor plumbing. Mm-hmm. The entrance to the Chamber of Secrets is a fucking, it's a bathroom sink. <laughs> they didn't fucking have sinks. Like, the entire, the entire set of sinks is pretty much a part of this because mm-hmm. it's a hole right in the middle. Yeah. And on top of that, there's a snake on the side of the piping. Who put that there? And what if you have to replace the sink? Like, <laughs> it was broken. They just never fixed it. Yeah. Why did? Is there no plumbers in the Wizarding World? But I mean, there must be because they made these motherfucking giant pipes and the sink that has a snake on the side. 
you know, because all this was built long time ago. Yeah. There's no way that could have been the entrance at all. That's insane. So who came in later and put it in there? And made them huge. How did you find room in the castle to make such big pipes? Right. (laughs) God. So nervous. Bugs me. (laughs) Okay, so this giant hole in between the sinks that makes no sense. But they decide to just fucking hop in. Just Let's just go into the Chamber of Secrets. It's just a straight up goddamn hole that we need to jump into and slide down. What was their plan to get back? The only, nobody knew that they were going there. They don't have Other plans. Than, like, <laughs> so, like Moaning Myrtle knew, but she's like, if you died down there, you know. <laughs> well, you made it back. Shit, you know. She probably would have been like, good, die down there. I'm going to have some company, you know. (laughs) But yeah, they had no plan to get back. They literally got back by chance. If it was not for fucking Fox, they could have straight up solved everything. But Jenny and Ron and Harry (laughs) would have all died. All been sitting down there. Yep. Idiots. That's what they are. (laughs) Okay, page 226. He's he's uh, he, he's in the chamber, and he sees Ginny laying on the ground. He flung his wand aside, grabbed Ginny's shoulders, and turned her over. Yes, Harry, that was a good idea. Let's just fucking fling your wand across the damn chamber. Like, he is winning at life, let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah, like... I know there's this giant fucking snake down here, but I don't need this wand. This is very important. Okay? <laughs> like, so dramatic. Yeah. Just flings his wand. Like, come on, bro. It's like Titanic music <laughs> with slow-mo. Yeah. Him throwing his wand. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I get, you should use your, ma- your, your brain, your main, your brain a little bit on that one. Yeah. This needs to be a thing. <laughs> so another thing that I really noticed, and we notice it more throughout the books, but <laughs> Tom Riddle and his fucking daddy issues. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. My muggle father, you know. Like, he's so upset because his dad left him. Like, he was a total fucking prick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if his dad had stayed, would Tom be as upset about Muggles as he is now that he left? Like, what if his dad was super fucking cool? Like, super supportive and helped him through everything and was his best friend, basically. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting thought, honestly. Yeah, it just kind of... It just brings up that question of... Was Tom Riddle born bad, or was he made bad? (laughs) Did Wizarding Society let him down? (laughs) Oh, probably. Honestly. I mean, he was in that orphanage, and he wasn't that nice. Like, I mean, there was definitely red flags Mm -hmm. for Dumbledore, but... Yeah, he has some daddy issues, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Okay, so this one, I actually didn't really realize until I read it and once I read it I had to read it three times 
in a row because I didn't understand what it meant. And then it finally hit me and I, I, I couldn't get it out of my brain. So Fox is literally huge. He's like the size of a swan. How the hell does Harry stay upright? Because Fox lands on Harry's shoulder. And like this little scrawny 12-year-old boy would definitely have been knocked over if a freaking bird the size of a swan lands on his shoulder. Like, I would have been knocked over if a, if a bird the size of a swan landed on me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, what? Gosh. Also, I don't hmm? I don't know if it mentions which shoulder it was, but maybe it's his new regrown bones <laughs> arm. So they're like super strong. He can just totally hold up. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but like, imagine having a bird this size. Of, like, how would you even like not hit him? Like, it's like he's there. It's just taking up all this real estate on your shoulder while you're trying to have a <laughs> legit conversation. <laughs> It's kind of distracting. Fox, not now. <laughs> also, on my my page, uh, 234, he heard mad hissing from the snake. He, bitch speaks parcel tongue. Like, would he not have hear, hear the snake, like, swearing up a storm or, like, whatever mad hissing he was saying? Like, he wouldn't have just heard hissing. He would have heard words, wouldn't he? Yeah, because he hears words all throughout the book up until this moment. Like the he kill hear and all that and shit. Like, yeah. So would he not have heard him like actually speaking instead of like mad hissing? Unless the snake yeah. was like legit hissing. Like he was just so mad. He was like. <laughs> but if the hissing is a form of language that is being translated into... English basically in Harry's head. Mm-hmm. Is there really such a thing as hissing? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like if like you I'm were mad, if you were like mad at me and you were like, <laughs> I don't know. Instead of like you son of a bitch, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> I don't know. So poor Ginny, you know, she, she does all these horrible things throughout this book. She's the one that's killing the, what, the chickens, the roosters? The chickens. And, you know, she's doing all this fucked up shit, but she's remembering some of this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, how is she not messed up in the head for the rest of her life being like, it's not, she had stuff done to her, but she also did some fucked up shit. Like, how do you look mm-hmm. at yourself in the morning? And know. not be upset about it. Because she seems super upset in the book, but I feel like in the rest of the time, she's like, totally got over this. There... Like, did they send her to therapy? <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just going to say, therapy? there must be some kick-ass therapy in the wizarding world, honestly. I don't know. Maybe they were able to like put like a charm on her to be like anti-anxiety, anti-PTSD. <laughs> I don't know. Gosh. <clears throat> Because she is, she must be a very mentally stable person. Like, yeah. very strong. Like, like, I don't know. I mean, I have PTSD and I like to think of myself as strong minded, but. But there are days. Fuck. There are days. I wonder if Ginny has days. What is the life of Ginny? The overcoming Voldemort. Overcoming Tom Riddle. 12 easy steps. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> they've beat the Basilisk. They've come out somehow, you know, with their magic and shit. They came out of the the chamber. 
and they all go up to Dumbledore's office. Okay. It says that he explained the story for nearly a quarter of an hour. That is 15 fucking minutes. Like, how fast was Harry talking that he was able to freaking explain everything that happened in the book in 15 fucking minutes? Like, and then we went, and then we, and then we hit the tree, and then we went. <laughs> like, how, how exactly do you, like, 15 minutes is so fast. <laughs> like, how did you explain everything that even happened in the last hour, like, where he's in the chamber alone in 15 minutes? Right? Like, I, like, I would have been the, there for, like, three the hours. Part, right? Like, the Lockhart part alone <laughs> would have taken 15 minutes. Like, the way she says it, like, nearly a quarter of an hour. That's not even 15 minutes. <laughs> it took 14 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. So, I'm trying to find it because, you know... I put the page number and all, but it's very hard to find where I am and where this is. I really need to underline it or something. But sticky notes. <laughs> right. I do do that sometimes, but I do not on this read. <laughs> so something that always makes me cry, and thank God it's at the end of the book so that I can kind <laughs> of like dry my eyes enough to finish, but it's the It's Our Choices quote from Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. When Harry is just, you know, he's kind of upset that he, there's those similarities between him and Tom Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, which makes you very different from Tom Riddle. It is our choices, Harry, that show us who we truly are, far more than our abilities. And I, that just makes me cry it's every such a single good time. There's so many yeah. good quotes in these books. Yeah, I feel like there's so many quotes all throughout Harry Potter that just resonate with at least someone there's you cannot read harry potter and not get something that just hits you right in the heart like right close to home Mm -hmm. god here i am gonna cry again (laughs) damn it harry potter (laughs) all right and then our last thought is actually just a random one it's something that completely came to my mind while i was reading so what happened actually was my daughter had a field trip (laughs) While I was reading these books, I had to skip a day of reading these books because I had to go on the field trip with her. So I wanted to know, do you think that Hogwarts students go on field trips at all? And if so, where do you think they go? Like, I know they go into Hogsmeade every, like, one one weekend a month or whatever, but that's not really a field trip. That's more of just, like, a free day, and they don't learn anything. So, like, where would they go for field trips? Would they go to, like, Ollivander's to learn how to make wands or, like... Do you think that they'd go to, like, more muggle things for, like, field trips? You know, like maybe a rubber duck factory so they can learn the purpose of one? (laughs) (laughs) A rubber duck factory. But, yeah, I have no idea. Like, they they have so much opportunity because they could use flu powder, anything, to get all the students there. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Like, they could go and, like, see, gosh, what is Ron's brother that works with Charlie? You know, go watch him work with dragons for, mm-hmm. you know, care of magical creatures. Like, there's so much, so many things that they could do or go to the ministry and see how they are. Exactly. And that's, the ministry the- especially seems like the type of thing that would be a field trip. But you never hear of them, like, actually leaving Hogwarts. No. But field trips seem like they would be important because you have to know what job you want in the future. And that seems like a good way to kind of see 
Yeah, because they have to start picking which courses to go towards. <laughs> like year five what they or something. Later. <laughs> yeah, like you don't get a lot of time. You got to fucking know what you're going to do. That's really stressful. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, I guess it's like that in the muggle world, too. <laughs> yeah. They seem really young. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's... Oh. I, I don't know. It would be cool to go on field trips. I can't imagine that they would literally stay in the school all year, all the time, for every class. Right. So that is it for this episode of Literature. If you'd like to get more lit, check us out at journeyintocomics.com. And you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also follow me on Instagram and Goodreads at Literature Podcast. And you can email me at podcastliterature at gmail.com. Until next time, bye.